welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of superheroes with way too many board games. I'm Tom uh, Quicksilver, and I'm joined by your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Justin. Your Spider-Man? Yeah. He's a good he's a good pull. He's a good guy. He had a little emo in like number three, I heard. Was it three? Yeah, it was three that he went all yeah, like, yeah. Emo. It was Venom, so you know, it's okay. Emo Toby Maguire. God, that was funny. <laughs> oh, the finger guns. The amount of shit that guy got. Best scene ever. I actually don't think I saw that one. Well, you don't miss a lot. That's what I heard. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah. This is a board game podcast where we play games in our collections and then talk about them. And today we are talking about, and I'm going to fuck up this name because it's super generic, Marvel Champions? That's correct, Tom. Yeah, got in one, baby. Marvel Champions is a co-op game where you play as superheroes and beat the shit out of villains. Mm-hmm. Justin owns this one, and he's going to give you the back-of-the-box blurb. Rise to the challenge. Rhino rampages through the streets of New York. Claw masterminds a team of fearsome criminals. Ultron threatens nuclear annihilation. The world needs champions to stop these villains. Are you up to the task? Marvel Champions The Card Game is a cooperative living card game that invites you to embody the world's most iconic heroes. This core set allows for up to four players to combine their efforts and thwart the twisted schemes of three different villains. Discover extraordinary powers, battle the forces of evil, and experience the Marvel Universe like never before. As a living card game, new heroes are released regularly, along with new villains, challenges, and adventures to test these champions. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, superheroes. And this is, uh, yeah, living card games are kind of... I, I, I sort of dropped out around, um, what is it, Arkham Horror? Arkham Horror mm. living card game was a thing for a while, and basically it's uh, Fantasy Flight Games' take oh, on... Gone. The collectible card. Yeah, I know it's still going. I'm just saying I dropped out. So I don't know, like, I don't know what they're doing these days other than apparently Marvel. Uh, it's it's their it's their approach to collectible card games. So instead of like going and uh, a new set is released and you go and spend a uh, small fortune trying to accumulate all the best cards to womp your friends with. Uh, you just get uh, you get all the cards in little sets, or uh, you know, um, just just you collect them in a different way. It's not as it's not a it's not a you know gamble when you go out and buy a bunch of these things. You just get what you get, and then you can play with them. I think there's like there's like a Middle Earth one of these. I think there's like the yes. the Arkham Horror one, which is like a co op one uh, that I haven't played much, but is you know was super fun the couple of times I did play it. Uh, and this is a new entry. Well, I don't know how new it is, but it's one of the entries into that where you are playing as various superheroes beating up supervillains. Yeah, it's it's fairly new. It's 2019. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and as it said, like they'll release new packs. So you'll probably get new villains and new heroes and scenarios and stuff to be able to play, you know, it, it with different people or di- in different ways. Right. It, yeah. And this is, and this is their attempt to keep things fresh. And I think because it's co-op as well, like there's probably more room for them to do weird shit. Yeah. You don't have to worry about competitive balance as much. Yeah. Which I think is kind of where things like, I think Netrunner was the really big first um living card game to sort of come out that got any traction and i think even you know with any card game at some point you're going to run into a problem where it's like every third card is something that can nuke the other person or 
spin off some ridiculous combo and then you sort of got to like gather everybody back into the back into the barn and reset everything and i think that was about the point where net runner sort of fell off the cliff yeah you always get a little bit of power creep in uh, with any of these things that last for for too long but we are not here to talk about net runner uh which is you know also a super fun little living card game we are talking about marvel champions the card game uh the way this game is start starts off for us at least is heading on to old tabletop sim and uh, cracking that open and just like uh, marveling at the amount of oh there's a lot of champions that you can pick from these days. Uh, but you and your friend are going to pick out a couple of your favorite heroes here and uh, grab either the starter or the constructed deck because you can always um, change your deck up as you go and as you find more cards and there's like rules around how to build your deck and stuff like that. For us, we just stuck with the starter decks. So uh, I think we played a couple games, one where I was, uh, shit, uh, what's that, uh, what's that guy? Uh, you were Venom, but you were Space Venom. <laughs> right. I picked Venom because I'm like, yeah, Venom's cool and he's like Spider-Man, but like uh, cool jacked Spider-Man Dark who's also evil. But this one was like weird Space Cowboy Venom, which was... <laughs> very or like space guardian it it yeah i think i think he was he felt like he was the punisher yeah yeah venom Venom. yeah i was like venom but he's got like he's just got a suit that looks like he's spider-man and a bunch of guns (laughs) like what the hell is this (laughs) came strapped too late did i realize that this is not the venom i was hoping for and we also played one game where i played as quicksilver and you were scarlet witch and in the first game you were iron man yes but I couldn't find my suit. <laughs> World's shittiest Iron Man. Uh, and so you're going to start off with your cards. Uh, you get your deck. You get a little superhero, uh, your superhero card, which has two sides to it. One where it's like your alter your alter ego. Uh, in this case with Venom, it was like Tommy Flash Drive or something. And then on the back is uh, <laughs> Venom. Uh, so you got like your your normal your normal human being side and then your uh your cool superhero side this is something you can sort of flip as you go throughout the game to either use abilities as your alter ego and then switch to doing cool shit as the superhero and like beating people up and that sort of that sort of plays into it um once you have all of your stuff you're going to then decide what sort of scenario you want to play you can either do sort of quick one-offs fighting against individual villains so i think we tried to beat up rhino which is a big rhino man and as you know he does rhino things which is generally mm-hmm. running through walls um and we played against uh the task manager <laughs> who's the guy that like hires a bunch of people and uh has the ability to mimic others and stab you real good uh and it and uh and over our two playthroughs the game essentially plays like a um you know, a lot like a lot of uh, co-op games. There's a few ways to few ways to lose, and then you know, generally just one way to win. So you can lose by either having both of your people knocked out. So you start with health, and as the uh, big bad guy will start wailing on you, your health will quickly diminish. And if that ever gets to zero, you're just out of the game and sort of watching the other person hit at the villain for a while. Um, you can also lose by having um, there's a every villain is going to come with a, and I'm going to mess up the name for this, but it's like the the scheme that they are trying to pull off so in rhino's case it's like smash everything and grab and run so they're basically just like holding up a bank and if it gets to a uh, certain amount of tokens for threat on them is it threat no yeah is it threat oh so they're okay. scheming they're scheming, scheming. jesus yeah. 
I think they're scheming to build up threat. Yeah. So anyway, when they when they scheme, they build up threat, and when the amount of scheming hits the number that uh, makes you lose, you lose, or something else bad will happen. Um, in Rhino's case, he just like busts in, steals whatever he was going to take, and runs out, and you you lose, right? Um, so he's a very simple, simple guy to go with. Um, there's not a lot of nuance with Rhino. So that's, that's how the game sort of, that's the goal, right? Is you're trying to beat, um, the villain before either you get taken down or they accomplish their goal by way of scheming. The hero's turn is, is where like you, you start by doing the hero turn. And the way the hero stuff works is like you have your hand of cards, which is like your hand limit, and you just play stuff out of your hand, paying the cost. Um, anytime you have to pay a cost, you discard cards from your hand. They have symbols on them, which can help out sometimes, but most of the time you're just like discarding one for one. So if I play a gun from Venom, uh, Venom's laser pistol, um, you know, and it costs one, I play the gun and then I discard one card. Good. You've played a card. Um, you can play as many cards as you want, um, depending on, you know, there are certain rules around how many weapons you can have and how many allies you can have out and stuff like that. But once you play all the cards that you want in whatever order you want, you can also take actions. You can sort of tap or, you know, rotate your guy 90 degrees to use actions. So you can use your allies to hit Rhino and do some damage or use your allies or your hero to take down the threat meter by a certain amount or do certain actions that they have on them. You can also flip over your card from alter ego to hero side once per phase, I think, or once per round or something like that. Yeah, once per round. And that allows you to sort of, um, depending on what hero you're playing, because they're all different and all the cards are different and all that sort of stuff, depending on what you're doing, you can heal. General, Generally, you can heal when you're on the alter ego side. So when you're just a dude, you can go hang out at a park bench and relax and get your health back. And when you're as the hero, that's when you can do thwart actions, which is reducing threat as well as dealing damage or whatever special ability your character happens to have. Um, once you're done doing everything that you want to do, you can sort of discard as many cards as you want from your hand and then you pass the turn and once your friends do all of their stuff then you draw up to your hand limit based on what your card says um and then you uh you pass it over to the villain the villain gets to add threat to their uh card by scheming which is you know depending on what scenario you're playing who you're playing how many people you're playing with there's just going to be tokens flying everywhere. Then he beats the shit out of you or schemes, depending on whether you're in the alter ego or the hero side of your card. So you'll either take damage if you're in the hero side or he'll continue to scheme, uh, depending on if you're on the alter ego side. He does this for every hero there. So if you have four people who are just hanging around, chilling on park benches, the villain will be able to execute on their plan faster because you're not there to stop them. But if you're all on the hero side, then he's there actively fighting you and he will do damage to you and stuff like that. Each villain also has their own deck. So at the end of all this nonsense, each person will get um, their own card that will generally be a bad thing that happens. So maybe Hydra patrols show up or he just just straight up hits you in the stomach, right? Because it's Rhino and Rhino's not subtle. Or Rhino will get armor or a weapon. I don't know. Maybe he gets a gun. Probably everybody gets a gun. You know what makes <laughs> all heroes and supervillains more effective is just firearms. I don't know why they don't just have Spider-Man with a gun. Why doesn't Spider-Man just have a gun? That's my question. He probably does in one of the, one of the comics. One of these 7,000 alternate universe Spider-Mans that exist? He, he does in the... Uh... 
the old Japanese 80s live action show. <laughs> okay. I'm not surprised. Uh, anyway, so uh, once, you know, all that business has happened, then um, you go back to the hero's turn. Um, I missed one thing during the hero's turns is that, like, at the end of everybody's turn, you will be able to ready all your dudes. So you move them back from being exhausted to being ready so that they can go again later. Um, this allows them to defend during the enemy's turn or use certain actions and stuff like that. And there's there's just a lot because there's, you know, you've got attacking, you've got reducing threat, you've got defending. That's your, what your heroes can do. You can send your allies in to take damage for you. You can use these guys to, you can use your allies to attack or reduce threat. They've all got their own stuff. Some of them have special powers that happen when they come out or when they're paired with somebody. Or you've got, Venom's got like four guns for some reason because he's (laughs) space defender Venom. Um, And there's just like, there's cards everywhere. There's text everywhere. Everyone's got, I don't think anybody has anything that's remotely the same. Um, So it's just a huge debacle of everybody throwing down cards and like you conversing with your friends like i should do this and i do more damage so i'm gonna do 12 damage to rhino but you have to take down his threat because otherwise we'll lose and and all this stuff and what you're just trying to do is go through it most most of these villains have multiple phases to them so rhino has stage one and stage two so stage one he has like 24 health which is still a lot and once you get through that, he gets to have 30 health and you got to keep fighting him and all that. And he gets more powers and like things escalate, but the, the, the objective stays the same generally. And it's just you and your friends hanging out, looking at your, uh, looking at your decks that you've either picked up or built and just trying to like, um, you know, have a, have a fun time putting down powers, making your guys super strong so that you can take out the enemy, whoever that happens to be, whether it's just the straight up rhino or you're fighting task manager or thanos is in there somewhere and if you decide to fight thanos he's got his own deck of bullshit or like it's just there's there's a lot and it's hard to go over because there's just every every character has a different thing going on and you're gonna have a different experience especially if you're even with whatever combinations you're playing with right so Mm -hmm. when we were playing it was like i was playing or our first game anyway i was playing as run and gun venom which is straightforward you know get a bunch of guns out shoot rhino right yeah i was doing my thing of putting out a lot of guns and shooting rhino while justin you were playing as iron man (laughs) and and what was what's iron man's deal well well iron man you know turns out he's he's just a really rich guy um so uh, he's not very powerful until he actually gets his suit assembled. And so in Iron Man's deck are all the parts of his suit. And once you get it all out, you know, he can have a really big hand limit and he has a lot of different like tools and guns and blasters and he can fly. Uh, but until that happens, um, he's he's just a dude. And, uh, you know, he really shouldn't go out there and try to punch Rhino because uh, it's not going to go very well for him. So uh yeah I had a I had a bit of a hard time getting getting my cards out they were all hidden at the bottom of the deck uh because of you know the the chances of shuffling um so I was I was fairly ineffective I would say Yeah Yeah no kidding <laughs> I was able to get out Pepper Potts and she was there yeah. cheering me on She was very and then effective I uh I, I brought out the the shield helicarrier 
and it, yeah. it was it was you know it was there looking cool and you could look up and be like man that must have been expensive uh but i just you know couldn't uh couldn't find my suit <laughs> just like you were you were basically just like calling in favors while wandering around your apartment with like your key fob sort of like trying yeah, to see yeah like I, I just came off a week drunk and i couldn't find anything uh so i was just you know calling in people to to help out while i uh, tried to sort things out looking through and like hitting the fob on your suit waiting for like oh i think i heard maybe. a beep over there maybe. like i'll go over maybe it's under the e17 yeah. i'll just like no, go check I, I over found there boots in my gloves yeah which is only moderately effective you got the arc react yeah you got the arc reactor eventually yeah like oh i did right at the very end yeah yeah iron man's whole thing was like he like all the all the heroes don't have like they don't have like huge stat blocks on them right but iron man was worse than most like when you flip him over he's like a a two for thwarting which is how you get rid of threat a one for damage and like you had a hand limit of one plus the number of tech cards you had so once you assemble everything you're just like swimming in cards and oh no yeah things are going things are going real well yeah but until that until that happened and we didn't play that game particularly well because we weren't very cognizant of the fact that like once you go from stage one to stage two of rhino he still keeps all the threat on the scheme that he was doing so we essentially just lost because he just kept shrugging off all of our bullets and just sort of walked into the bank and walked out with whatever he was looking for and the, the second game went significantly better as we were playing quicksilver and scarlet witch uh twin powers combined there uh which yeah. didn't really come into it at all because we spent most of our time uh running around shooting taskmaster in the face and killing all of his buddies uh what? which and throwing multiple man in front of a bus oh yeah and multiple man was fun you get out one copy of multiple man you go find all the other copies of multiple man and put them out uh yeah he was good he 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 died nobly uh to the uh, (laughs) hail of gunfire that followed um but yeah um interesting little game i didn't realize i don't know why i was so blind to this that it was like one of those living card game things which is which is kind of interesting i mean it makes it so that you can you can sort of uh ramp up in this depending on how much you like it right like you can start small and then if you like it you can sort of branch out which is nice i think at this point there are about 27 expansions of various sizes some of them are just like a single hero some of them are larger like multi-hero multi-enemy packs but yeah they're uh they haven't slowed down and there were some that were about scenarios so you can like yeah have like a little mini larger, campaign well, some of the larger expansions yeah have kind of a little story mini campaign with a little comic sort of rule book that goes with it yeah that's cool um like the gameplay itself is kind of i don't know kind of meh like it's a, it feels very, I mean, it, it borrows a, um, it borrows a mechanic from, uh, that, that I really liked from the old world of Warcraft, uh, card game that nobody played from a million years ago, which is like just your cards are your uh, resources. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that. Cause I think that makes things a lot more simple to deal with, right? Like you don't have to worry about, oh, this thing generates one crypto and, uh, but I, I actually needed like I six, need some, six need some planes mana. 
six flavor coins or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like when you get hosed by just random chance because your like resource generation shit didn't work out for you. Yeah. No, it keeps things, you know, yeah, simpler and keeps the decks kind of smaller and a little more svelte because you don't have to worry about that sort of like economic side to a lot of card games. Like some of them are built into the cards where like there are certain cards that have no purpose other than that when you spend them for the resource to play another card they're worth like two or three i'm assuming that in the um constructed uh rules for like building your own decks you probably have to have a certain number of every card yeah there's like um they kind of divide them into like aggression justice they they have different names oh of course Of that, course. That makes it simple. And then there's just like generic, which are the gray ones. Um, and so, yeah, there's a certain number that you need for each. Yeah, to build your deck, like you just need a certain amount of aggression and justice uh, to, to do it. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah, there are there are kind of rules built around the, the deck building. Yeah, it makes sense. And, that, and that, I mean, because it's co-op, it also doesn't matter quite as much, right? Which I think... I think yeah. making games like fully co-op really opens up certain avenues because like really there's nothing that you can't stoop to as a designer uh, when you know that like players are not going to be fighting each other. They're just going to be fighting you. So you can sort of put as much wonk bullshit into your game as you want uh, to uh, make it unfair or whatever challenging to them. Exactly. But to the to the game itself, like the um, the gameplay itself is pretty you know, standard card game stuff. You know, you pay the cost, you play the card, you get to use the card. And there are some, like, fun combos that you can come out with. I'm sure that, like, if I dug deep enough into it, I could find, you know, you can find something that is really fun to play or, like, really on your your sort of, like, spectrum of where you like to have things. Because there are some people that are really, like, economy-focused and just, like, getting out, oh, we're going to get out the best cards as fast as possible and just, like, run this guy to the ground and there's people who are like oh we're gonna come up with the most ridiculous combos that let me play my entire deck in 16 turns or something like that yeah and i'm sure there's like there's that all over the place um so i mean this game probably has all that fun stuff inside of the constructed side of things and because we only played the starter decks i can't really comment on on that in general like the the game was good we had a, I mean, I had a lot of fun just playing because I like playing co-op games with my friends and going through and being surprised by what's in the deck and coming up with plans and putting stuff out. Um, and so it was, it was a lot of fun playing. Uh, I don't know that I was like too jazzed by it. Like I wasn't excited to play, you know, I wasn't going to go out and grab a copy of this, but you know, it was a, a fairly solid co-op living card game and i think it would be you know probably up your alley if you're into marvel stuff oh definitely it's very thematic yeah that's kind of the other thing that like it kind of falls apart for me like i definitely am a uh i'm not unfamiliar with marvel but they're probably like on the lower end of where my fandom lies um so you know when it's like oh you can play as adam warlock i'm like okay who sure (laughs) i mean (laughs) why not Um, and, and so like, it falls a little flat for me just because it's like, oh, great. Another Marvel. Like when you suggested, it's like, Hey, let's play Marvel champions. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I wonder what this is going to be like. 
I hope it's better than villainous, right? Like, you, you know, it's, it's funny because uh, this this is my like brother's game. So he's been trying to get me to play for it for a while. And I had the exact same reaction where I was like, um, a Marvel tie-in game? I'm just like, ugh. Because I think the last <laughs> time I played kind of a Marvel card game based one, it was like, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's like Marvel Legends or something where it's like a deck builder kind of like in the realm of um uh you know dominion and stuff and in that one it just i just thought it was so stupid uh because it's it's a co-op <laughs> deck builder kind of thing where you have to like fight villains and sort of things um but the way it kind of works is there's like a only ever like a five card tableau of cards to buy and they're all themed around like you know iron man or hulk cards or spider-man cards um but you know other people can just buy the cards that you're trying to get to make your synergies work because it's kind of the winniest winner mechanic so it's just like it's just i just hated it so much so i was just so resistant <laughs> to ever playing this game so once i finally did i'm like oh, okay yeah this is kind of fun this is, this is way better than i was thinking yeah no for sure i like i i feel i feel like we had sort of a similar reaction where you're like hey you want to play this and i'm like well i don't really have anything else to, <laughs> i don't really have anything else to bring to the table so why the hell not but yeah i think it was like it exceeded my expectations for sure I think my expectations were pretty well in the basement just because I I think deep down I believe that I'm I think I might be over superhero stuff quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. In the same way that I think a lot of people are over Star Wars shit. You're like like okay, I get it. We got another. I got another. And I mean, there might be a little bit of a connection here between Marvel and Star Wars, some sort of like mouse-shaped connection <laughs> and just how we're getting inundated with them. Uh but them out, man. Yeah, the the spice must flow for sure. So yeah, when you when you suggested, I was like, oh god, well we'll we'll try it because I don't have any better ideas. And uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty fun, right? Pretty fun. Yeah. Um, not not like the the mechanics itself. I don't think you're gonna blow anyone away. But no. like, if you're in the mood for a fairly solid deck builder, that is, you know, it's it's got its own kind of simplicity to it like i really like the um i really like the arkham horror living card game because it's like it's really yeah. different but with that with the with the fact that it's really different is like you have to get people on board with what's going on yeah it's like you know the first mission is like oh you're playing as some like you know drunk dude uh, who is also just happens to be a cop and you're stuck in a room and there's no doors and you're like, what the hell is going on? And trying to figure <laughs> out, you really have to worry about the rules in that one because like, otherwise yep. you're just sort of flailing around, not doing anything. Whereas this you're focused on at least, Hey, there's Rhino. What do we do? I don't know. Beat the shit out of them. Right. Yeah. And I mean, they both have that, uh, kind of fantasy flight games, sort of certain quality and style to them, uh, since they're both by them. Um, yeah, I feel like Arkham overall is sort of the, the better, more in depth, like LLG, LCG or whatever you call it. Um, but with that also becomes more depth. So it's going to be a little harder to get people to the table to play it. And it also lends itself to more of that long term campaign kind of thing where you can level up your characters and you go through multiple stories with the same kind of character um whereas champions it, it, with some of the expansions has that sort of like mini campaign you know you fight through a series of villains kind of thing uh but overall it's more of just like a one-off experience 
experience. It's like, you know, all right, we're going to be She-Hulk and Black Panther, and we're going to beat the shit out of Ultron, and Ultron's going to be supported by the Sinister Six. Why not? Let's go. So it has sort of that like <laughs> random team-up comic book experience rather than sort of like the the long-term play style, something like Arkham. Yeah, I think you're I think you're bang on there. Like this is this is something that you can try for reasonable price question mark not yeah, really yeah i guess it <laughs> for the base game i think it's reasonable it's it's kind of one of those things where it's you can go as deep as you want to uh, because i mean even arkham isn't uh cheap once you get like everything um but i mean i think that's the nature of an l lcg or well really any collectible card game is like magic is not a cheap game if you want to really oh get god into it. no you gotta, you gotta shell out for like 20 20 expansion decks at $15 a pop if you want to get anything decent. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm I've been cleaned for a while. Uh and I I don't look, this is just going to make me relapse, okay? Um but yeah, I I do I I think we're on the same page here. Like I think I think this is a a very good little, you know, addition to the the co-op experience or the I mean their LCG experience, I guess. Yeah. And I mean it's, you know, if you're into Marvel and you like playing card games with your friends, it's probably something to check out for sure. And I, I think it's a pretty decent way to kind of get into that sort of deck constructing. I guess now, it would, when you when you build a deck in like an LCG, like for Marvel or like I always say, it's like you know a deck builder. But then you know something like Dominion came around. It's like no, we are a deck builder now. And it's like, well, what do we? What do you call it? deck constructor? Constructing decks between games. No, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's why it's like a living. You call it a living card game, card right? Game? Like okay. you can just play it with whatever bullshit they've concocted, for and sure. you you go have with that, a, right? Have a good time, yeah. It's it's as in depth as you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, and you can you can make up your own weird thing where I don't know Venom has no guns, like you're just no gun space Venom, right? Maybe yeah. that's how you want to roll. It was funny because uh, with the Spider-Man starter deck, a lot of his cards are like shield support staff, so you you kind of feel like <laughs> you're in league with Big Brother because you have like shield support staff like hacking the guy's computer and stuff and like tracking him down and installing like tracer darts on him and it's like am i am i the bad guy <laughs> it's like where's where's all my web slinging like why why am i feeling just like i'm a shield lackey here well i mean spider-man's always had a very complicated uh complicated relationship with the people of new york and you know reconciling with his own demons of not being able to save his uncle and you know he's uh he's a complicated character that's true and sometimes you just gotta pay the bills by working with nick fury <laughs> and tapping a bunch of wires i don't know like well speaking of nick fury he is he is one of the allies you can get and he's hilarious because he's expensive to bring out he's super powerful but the thing is is that the the last thing it says on the card is that he just leaves at the end of the round so he just he just shows up like you know does a thing and then he's just like all right guys you got this and he just like disappears off into the shadows and i'm like man classic nick fury nick fury is the boss that i hope i can uh, attain one day i want to just be just like him just sort of showing up out of the dark being like we need you and then just like you know exiting stage left as soon as things get bad <laughs> yeah did he die in one of the movies maybe i don't he, want to be in that he, i think he dies yeah, in every movie he, but he comes back right like, yeah no i think he i think he dies dies in one of the last avengers movies it's been a while since i've seen him i haven't watched endgame and i didn't really watch the hell was the last age of no what was the one before endgame was it ultron, Ultron? no 
No, because there was two. There's, mm. Endgame was the last one. I thought it was with, like Endgame Part 1 and 2. No, it had a different name. Oh, did it? Cause, oh, cause, okay. Well, because people didn't know. Like, I didn't know that it was a Part 1 of 2 oh, when I went into I. it. Or I probably wouldn't have watched it, honestly. <laughs> I Yeah, I remember being in the movie and uh, thinking to myself, it's like, man, they got to wrap things up quickly because this is getting long. It's fucking two and a half hours and they haven't done jack shit yet. Yeah. Is this like is this like Braveheart where we got to put in a second VHS tape just to get to the end? So like, it's Lawrence of Arabia. You're here for three and a half hours. Get, get, get cozy. <laughs> das Boot. Oh, is that the one that was movie. like four and a half hours? I don't know what it. It only feels like one. Edge of your seat action right there. <laughs> How did I know that you were going to be making some comment licking Das Boot? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. That's another one I didn't have time to watch. That's fair. Uh, so, uh, are you going to throw out your brother's copy of, uh, Marvel Champions or uh, what? No, you know, I, for one, I, I think that'd be very rude. Uh, but even if it were my own copy, I would, uh, I'd definitely hold on to it. It's, uh, it's, it's fun. Um, it's, it's a nice take on the LCG format. And I enjoy that it's co-op without being a long-term kind of investment like Arkham Horror. Because, I mean, not only does that game take longer per sitting, um, but, you know, there's a certain amount of investment to the campaign. Whereas this is something that you can just kind of, you know, break out um, with some people that are maybe, you know, either Marvel fans or, um, uh, you know, uh, just not looking for a, a long-term time commitment uh, board game. So um, it, it, I think it fills a certain niche uh, while still staying, staying co-op. So you can, you know, help each other out. Um, but it's also a game that if you're not bought into the Marvel theme, uh, I think you'll quickly lose interest in it. Uh, because if you have no clue who uh, Captain Marvel is and you don't care, uh, the game's not going to make you care by the end of it. So, you know, it's one of those things that uh, it, it leans heavily, heavily into the... Um, the theme of Marvel, um, but if you're not already bought into it, uh, it can be a detractor depending on. Uh, well, I mean, even with us trying to get us to the table, it was like oh, yeah. another Marvel game. Ugh. But uh, no, it's actually pretty solid. And uh, if it's something you're kind of looking for um, as a strictly co-op that plays really good for like I'd say two to three players, I wouldn't play with four. I, I feel like it could get a little long. Um, and it has pretty much as much expansion room as you could possibly want. Like 27 expansions already is, you know, a lot. Um, some of them are small. Some are just one hero. But, I mean, that's still, it's a lot of, you know. It's a lot. Expansions, yeah, for you to uh, slowly collect. And remember, you don't have to collect them all. This isn't Pokemon. Uh, but, yeah, um, it's it's pretty good. If you were looking for more long-term kind of LCG kind of style thing, I would probably recommend Arkham Horror card game over this. But um, for what it is, uh, I think it's pretty solid. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I kind of came around during our conversation. Um, I don't think I'll be picking this up, but if I owned it, I don't think I'd get rid of it. Uh, I, I should say I'm not going to be picking this up now. Like, if my kids are, like, if my youngest is as Marvel-obsessed or Spider-Man-obsessed in 
five years as he is now, then I mean, this would probably be an easy pickup because he and I could just, he could play Spider-Man and I could play, I don't know, whoever the fucking Ant-Man or I don't know, which one's the most bland looking one. I could just do, do that guy. Star-Lord. Um, Star-Lord. Oh, Star-Lord's pretty cool, isn't he? He's, he looks pretty bland though. Oh yeah. Um, and, and we could like play together and like hammer away at our uh, mutual enemies and try to get through these things. So I think that there's probably room in my heart for something like this um, at some point. But I mean, that point just isn't going to be now because he's three. Uh, so like, I'm not going to read every card to him. And I don't think I could explain the mechanics to him. Uh, but I think as like a family game, it's probably pretty good if your kids are into Marvel at all or into superheroes and uh, and and just providing a way for you to get together and beat up on some villains. Um, so like for me, I think it'd be a keeper. Um, I don't think I would rush out to get it now, but I think it's, you know, there's, there's space for it in the future, depending on how, you know, my immediate family ends up evolving uh, over time here. Uh, but it's a fun little game. And I mean, I was like, again, super like, ugh, this is dumb. And even during our first playthrough, I was like, what are we even doing? Like, just sort of chipping <laughs> away at Rhino. Like, there wasn't really anything exciting going on. Like, even, I think just the hero that I picked was sort of fucking dumb. I was like, Venom, that sounds fucking sweet. And then I was like, oh, it's just actually just, like, weird emo Spider-Man with a bunch of guns. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, had I known that, I probably wouldn't have picked him. He's just, like, the light punisher, like you said. Um, and then, you know, Iron Man just spent the time chatting with his wife and, like, wondering where his car keys went. Where is my uh, super suit? Um, so, so, yeah, the first game probably wasn't. But the second game was much better. We were more engaged, more focused on actually making sure that, you know, uh, the Taskmaster didn't just get away with shit. Um, there were some fun little things in there. Like there was a couple times when we were very close to dying. Mm -hmm. So all in all, like a pretty fun experience. Um, and I'd recommend that if you really like Marvel and you're interested in the co-op game and you kind of like cards, this is probably one to check out. So yeah. Thank John for uh, pushing you to finally trying this and, uh, you know, getting us to experience this together. I shall. Amen. If you like this kind of thing, you can do us a big, big favor. You can like and subscribe and share with a friend and all that sort of good, good stuff. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us through email at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom. Justin, do you have any fun projects you're working on? Well, hey, uh, I'm Justin, and you can find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. I don't really have any fun projects. I mean, not not for online consumption at the very least. Uh, but uh, I want to know something. Who's your favorite Avengers Ensemble team? Let me know. Like out of all of them? Isn't there like 300 Avengers or some shit? Like that's a... Yeah. How many people in the ensemble? Uh, well, th that showed up together at one time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like through the movies, through the comics, both? Everything. Everything. Just Hawkeye. Just Hawkeye? <laughs> Whenever Hawkeye is just on his own. <laughs> there is... Uh, this, this reminds me of one... Um, there was one Twitter account that I saw where it's someone who draws Hawkeye in poses that they usually use for women in comics. Nice. And so it's just, <laughs> it's just like pictures of Hawkeye with like his, 
you know, he's got like one leg down, his ass is sticking out of the camera right. and he's like got his shirt off and he's like staring <laughs> off into the distance. Uh, beautiful. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, that about does it for us. Um, we usually have two other people with us. So if you ever want to get a hold of either one of them uh, for barbecue and baking, I think. Yeah, you can find them on Facebook at For the Win BBQ and Bakery, I think is what the hell it is. Yeah, I think so. They could not have made that easier for me, huh? Uh, and if you want to uh, you want to find either of them, it's at Mrs. Wynn for Debbie or at For the Win for Adam. And you can, I don't know, inundate them with whatever Marvel bullshit you want to uh, throw at them. You know, feel free. Uh, and yeah, that about does it for us. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And we will be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.